What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Obsession. I'm Carl Bethke. I'm Mike Stadler. Mike. Yo. Got any questions in there? Yep, I got one. Do you? Yeah. I got one. Yeah. What do you got? Yep, 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 uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. So uh how do you get the best results seating without a drill? Huh. Seating without a drill. Oh, you're broadcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the question. Yeah. Moving forward. Nice. Uh, how do you get the best results? Obviously, you have to have seed uh, <coughs> to soil contact is number one, um, and you can't just put your seed on the top of hard ground. You're going to have to have it tilled or yeah, something. You got like to work it up a little bit at least. And it depends on what you're planting. I mean, Mike and I've actually broadcast at times corn and beans, mm -hmm. and it works. And then you got to drag over the top of it. Yeah, it ain't pretty. No, but it'll, it works. It'll grow. Yeah, it'll grow. Um, that being said, you know, um, you know, well, up until this year, we used the buckwheat. Correct. To help. So no-till programs? Yep. Um, if you're going to use, let's just say for our brassicas, and we will still probably do this, um, just because the buckwheat, uh, actually helps the brassica grow so it gives it like a cover over the top of it because the time of year to plant brassicas is early August and the chance of getting rain mm -hmm. is slim to none. <clears throat> Buckwheat holds, holds a lot of moisture plus when it deteriorates it actually adds to your soil so it's actually a soil builder also. So we use a cover crop of buckwheat, which we plant in late June. So six weeks of growth on our buckwheat is what we want. Uh, and it hopefully will get to be about two to three feet tall. And then we, we, we will actually broadcast, or this year probably we will run our drill and drill our brassicas into the ground and at that same time that will be the drill will be bending the uh, buckwheat over or which is probably what we should do is I'll bring my packer max up and we'll run the run the buckwheat down first then we'll drill with Mike's ATV we'll drill the uh, brassicas into the knocked over buckwheat and then I will come with a sprayer and spray glyphosate over the top of that to kill the buckwheat. That way we got good penetration of our seed to the depth that we want it to be. We've got the buckwheat over the top of that seed to protect from the hot sun and hold the moisture from the buckwheat into the, into the soil, which will help the plant germinate. And once that happens, you get germination with a little bit of shade because of the buckwheat that's over the top of it. Um, you're going to get good growth and good germination. Yeah. And you can do that without the drill. Like we were saying, we, this year we're going to do it with the drill because we have it. Yeah. But we did it before we broadcast it. Yep, right with a, with a, yeah. a regular seeder, hand seeder. <coughs> yep. Broadcast it right into the buckwheat, then knock the buckwheat knock the over buckwheat with the Packer Max and spray it. Yep. And it, you'll get it, you'll get some that grow up quite a bit, you know. And then what we always do late, and I'm sure if you watch us at all, we go back in and, and, uh, we winter rye, yes, basically, and fill our plots in. 
Yeah, so if you do do any of the broadcasting stuff and you don't get a really great germination all the way throughout your entire food plot, remember at the uh, beginning of September, let's say in, in our area, about a week before bow season, yep. you could go in and just broadcast rye 100 pounds to 150 pounds per acre in the open heavy. spots and, yeah, heavy. and it'll come up great and the yeah. deer love that plus you have that ride for the next spring too we'll show it yeah <laughs> yeah we'll, <laughs> i got we'll some nice ones out here some... the good thing too when you you know when we put that rye in late broadcast it yep um is we already have our brassicas and stuff are up yeah so it holds the seed yep basically where we broadcast it and we could even show the plot that we replanted yes a couple of years back that thing came in. That was probably one of the nicest spots I've had here. Yeah. And that was a failure, an early failed plot that we replanted. Yeah, we did that. You know, was that, that was August. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. We did that. Because yeah. Mike had had some stuff put in, and, and it just it didn't take for some reason. I'm not really sure why it didn't work that year. Um, but we had a major failure. Uh, we, and we didn't have a lot of moisture. I was out here with four other ones. You just showed up actually. And uh, we came in. The other like night, like was saying, so and, we're gonna get them out of here. Cast that rye into that, we'll save that lot, and stay morning, with it like we needed to. This is a plot that and, uh, we actually we sprayed off. In the, yes, sir. Right I think it was August. Yep. Uh, so end of July. You know, like and we stated in our other podcast, you know, always stay with. It's a good. Just keep keep working at it. You can always save your plots with rye. And that's uh, you know, even even if it's the beginning, let's just say it's. End of September, so it's already into bow season here in Wisconsin, and all, you know your 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 food plot isn't great. You're not seeing what you want to see, or the deer have eaten it all the way down. Go in there with 200 pounds of rye and just broadcast the heck out of it, and especially that stuff's going to grow. Especially if you can get a little rain coming right after you. Yeah, always broadcast if you can. Yeah, if you can broadcast just before the rain hits, that's your best. Yeah, you're gonna get instant growth with rye. Yeah, I mean that stuff is so hardy. I've had it grow on my trailer. Yeah, grows in the back of the truck. Yeah, in the back of the truck. Almost better. Yeah. Than when we broadcast. <laughs> Let's not get too curious. Yeah, we've broadcasted for years, so this year, you know, you can do it. We're trying to get away from it because yeah. we, it's just the money and the time. Um, we have quite a few acres of food plots we put in, and it, it, it's. Seed is not cheap, no. not gonna it's lie. It's going up. And it's going up, and yeah. Roundup's expensive, and you know, everything's yeah. expensive, so it's, you know, we're trying to. You know what we should do once, Mike? What's that? We should figure out. We should not do that. I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> Nobody wants to see those numbers. Like, oh my God, uh, how much per pound no. do we pay <clears throat> for venison? Wow, it's the most expensive meat that you're eating, I will guarantee you that. It is. Oh. But it's also the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, you just gotta be really, I think you gotta be really diligent, really super, you know, smart on how you're doing the broadcasting. Yep. Um, your weather is super key. It is on any plot, really, but yeah. you really gotta watch that. You gotta get that ground ready. Um, and you gotta really hope. Yep, number one thing, seed the soil contact, guys. Yeah. Number one thing, see the soil contact, and you want to eliminate every weed in that food plot as possible. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Fill it up. Yep. Do yeah. not do not think weeds are good, <clears throat> even if you see deer eating them in the middle of summer. Yeah, especially you know if you got a tiller or something like that where you can light till. Oh, top, that's awesome, man. That, I mean, you 
it's just as good as anything else. It is. You know, light tillet, you get that in there. Yeah. You know, um, you can or cannot drag that over the top of it, and it's you're gonna get, you know, pretty good germination, pretty good growth. Well, let's talk about poor man so, plot quick. See, poor we're man kind plot. of talking about this. Poor man plot. You know, you see people talk about poor man plots all the time, where they pick a little spot, edge of the woods or something, where it's kind of open or whatever, and you just have to couple cut a couple honeysuckle or something out of there or whatever and it's grassy and you can get a backpack sprayer in there or whatever you're going to use you know um, feel free to do that that's a good way to to uh, get a food plot going mm -hmm. once you do that you know cut out any of the bigger stuff with a saw spray it with a glyphosate or roundup which is the same thing and then come in there and if you can turn the soil great if you can't you know mow off the dead grass and then go in there and broadcast your seed and the reason you mow that dead grass off is because you can get the thatch off the soil so you get the good soil to seed contact make sure too in these little plots a lot of people that you have sunlight oh yeah you know don't put them in the middle of the woods and think it's going to grow because it's not going to work you got to have sunlight you'll see it too in plots um we've done it you know yeah. you put a plot in and boy this part of it's great and then that and you're like, oh yeah, well that's because that tree's blocking, yep. you know, thirty percent of the plot all day. Yep. So either you adjust the tree, yeah. <laughs> or you move the plot. You Meaning know I mean? cutting it down. Yeah. So which we've done here, we've done at your place. It yep. is, you know, that has to happen sometimes because you do need the sunlight just as much as you need the water. Sometimes. 100%. So that pretty much covers that, I think. Thanks for the question. Keep them coming, people. We enjoy them, that's for sure. Yep, we appreciate you guys listening. If you get a chance, check us out uh, on the podcast at Apple, Amazon Podcast, uh, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RSS.com. If you want to watch us here on YouTube, remember to subscribe to the channel. Just hit the Reaper in the lower right-hand corner. That's Rush Outdoors, Wisconsin. We appreciate each and every one of you. Later.